Welcome to the How Coronavirus Saved My Life podcast. My name is Christine. I'm a mental health nurse practitioner who got coronavirus in April of 2020 and had long COVID symptoms for months. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting better until I healed myself through unwinding my childhood conditioning. This is my story on how coronavirus saved my life and how I healed myself along with others sharing their own personal stories and how they are navigating through their own healing. How Coronavirus Saved My Life, Episode 36, The Story. We all have a story. A story we've been telling ourselves since childhood. A story built by broken people. A story created by people in survival mode, our parents. My story was built by a narcissistic mother and an alcoholic father. My story was created by two broken people. My story was created by chaos, toxicity, no accountability, emotional abuse, manipulation, and reckless behaviors. My story was built on an illusion created by two broken people, two people hurt by their own story. I started looking at my story when I had coronavirus. When you are afraid you will die or never get better, you begin to look at your life, your story. For the first time, I started looking at my story internally instead of externally. My story was built on multiple external factors. When I thought I was going to die, it was about me and my internal story for the first time. I first began observing my thoughts after reading the book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. In the book, he explains how 90% of our thoughts are the same thoughts that we thought the day before, and the day before that, and the day before that. I had never heard that before. My parents had zero awareness. Their world was so wrapped up in selfishness and trying to get their needs met through toxicity and toxic behaviors and no accountability. I had to teach myself awareness because I was tired of that story, their story. That story, which is their story, no longer served me. That story got old. So I began to observe my thoughts and question, is it really true? that I was thinking the same thoughts that I was thinking the day before. I remember being at work and charting and I was like, I'm going to observe my thoughts. And I realized right when I started saying that I'm going to observe my thoughts, I realized what I was thinking right before I said that to myself. I was thinking about a coworker who had been very rude about a work situation a week before that. I was still thinking about her and how rude she was. 
and how unkind she was and how I could not believe the way she reacted. And I was so pissed about the situation. A week later, I was still pissed and thinking about her and how unfair she was. So I started thinking and questioning the beliefs of my thoughts. This is why journaling became such a significant part of my healing because I would write down my thoughts, look at my thoughts on paper and question the belief of it. For example, the lady I was thinking about, the work person who was rude about a situation a week ago, that was my perception I did not know what she had going on that day. I did not know what she has gone through in life. I don't know what her child was like. But I bet you her story was built by two broken people. Her story and her friend foundation was most likely built by two broken people. Two broken people who were hurt as well. So I would journal every day, write down my thoughts and question the believability of them. Last year, I had written an entry in my journal how I was really upset. And actually, it was the first entry of this new journal I had had. And I was very upset because... There was somebody who was becoming inconsistent and not having the normal patterns of behavior I was used to. And I took this person's behaviors as my fault. I felt tons of rejection, tons of unworthiness, and I kept beating myself up thinking this person's behaviors were my fault. Just like my parents. My whole life, I thought their behaviors were my fault. This was part of the story. The story that was built by broken people, which wasn't true. So here I am currently having the same reaction towards somebody who's becoming unpredictable, not telling me anything, just like my parents. So I questioned, is this really true? I wrote down, what else could this mean? What are some other possibilities? And then I asked myself in my journal as I'm writing, what do I need to let go of to reach my soul's truth, to reach myself? And I knew at that moment, based on my reaction to this person of rejection and feeling like everything was my fault, I needed to let that go, that part of my story go, that everything is my fault. That was the part of the story 
again, which was built by broken people, I needed to let go. Nothing is everyone's fault. I was a child. My parents' behaviors had nothing to do with me. When I started questioning this belief that I was currently having, this emotion, thought, belief about a situation I was presently in and questioning what is the limiting belief that is keeping me from my soul's truth, which was everything is my fault, which was back to childhood. And then I said, (laughs) not everything's my fault. Nothing's my fault. I didn't do anything. And just like the person in that current situation, their, their behaviors had nothing to do with me. Their behaviors were not a reflection of my worthiness. Their behaviors were a reflection of their own worthiness. Their behaviors were a reflection of their own story built by two broken people. So journaling for me every day is super important. When you are trying to figure out parts of your story which are not true, parts of your story that are built by these two broken people, the first question I would ask again was, what if it wasn't true? What are the other possibilities? A second question I would ask myself and write in my journal would be, what is the most limiting belief that's keeping me from where I want to be right now? Again, it's all my fault. That is a limiting belief that I'd carried my whole life. I definitely understand the story we tell ourselves. This story built by two broken people, a foundation built on toxic illusions of unworthiness, not feeling good enough, it's all your fault, what did I do, no matter what I do is never good enough, and ultimately, why am I not lovable? I was tired of my broken story. I was tired of feeling broken. I was tired of feeling unlovable. After I had written that journal entry about how I was feeling, my thoughts, my thoughts, then the emotion, and questioning the beliefs of them, I got my power back. The next day, my next journal entry was so high vibration. It was filled with gratitude. It was filled of what are my goals? These are my goals. This is how I'm going to achieve this. So you don't realize that story, again, that's built by two broken people, how much it weighs you down. You don't realize the heavy energy that you carry that weighs you down. When you start questioning your thoughts after you observe them and write them down and ask yourself, what else could be true? What is the most limiting belief that's keeping me from where I want to be right now? Then you gain your power. Questioning your story 
the one that you have in your mind and writing it out and writing it down is one of the biggest keys to healing. We can live in our head all day long. Trust me. I still do sometimes. It's still a work in progress. It is a daily journey. It is not something that happens overnight. And it's not just one thing or this thing or that thing. It is multiple things. Because your story is built on multiple things. Your story is built by your mother who is broken or in survival mode. And she's living in her own story that was built by two broken people. Same with your father. His story built by two broken people or people in survival mode. They say by the time you're seven years old, your beliefs are formed. So imagine a seven-year-old you that has already formed the belief that it's all my fault. I am not worthy. I am unlovable. Because all the evidence in front of me, these two people, that's all they show me. It's hard to know as a child because your brain is undeveloped, that these people who are giving you food and shelter are messed up. It's hard to know that from day in and day out. The only evidence you have is brokenness. And also people get scared to question that story. Because who are they without that story? Who are they without that broken foundation, that broken story built by two broken people? Who are you? I know for myself, I was tired of that story. That story no longer served me. That story was going to kill me. That story was going to tell me I was going to die from coronavirus. That story was going to tell me I would have autoimmune diseases and I would have long COVID for a very long time. That story would tell me you're disabled. That story would tell me you're sick. That story would tell me you can't breathe. That story told me you're tired. That story told me you have brain fog. I could no longer, people get scared to question that story. Because who are they without that story? And what's really cool, though, is that once you start tearing that story apart, piece by piece, then you create your new foundation of your story, your your soul's truth, brick by brick. Brick by brick. That is how you do. That is how you create your new story. You do it slowly through questioning your beliefs, your thoughts, your emotions, writing them down, asking yourself, 
What else could this mean? What is the most limiting belief that is keeping me from my soul's truth? What is the most limiting belief keeping me from myself? What's really cool is that you get to decide your story. You get to be powerful and you get to be limitless. You are not broken. You are not one to blame. It is not all your fault, not even a little. Running towards those beliefs and stories built by broken people is where your power actually lies. Questioning the story you're telling yourself, questioning the story that's built by broken people and asking what else could this mean? What is keeping me from my soul's truth? What is the most limiting belief, which was created by two broken people, that is keeping me from me? So observing my thoughts, journaling my thoughts and emotions were the first step in my healing, the first stop in healing that broken story, healing that story built by two broken people. Observing my thoughts, then questioning, is this true, and writing it on paper. Questioning, what if this wasn't true? What if it wasn't true that this person's behavior and reaction has absolutely nothing to do with me? Just like those broken people. Those two broken people who built your story has nothing to do with you. People's behavior and reactions have nothing to do with you. People's behaviors and reactions have to do with their story they tell themselves that's built by two broken people. When you start looking through the lens of observation, questioning your thoughts and beliefs, you start running towards that story that was built by those two broken people. When you start writing that story and questioning that story, you begin to reach you. You begin to reach the worthiness. You begin to reach the deserving and lovable life You find yourself. You find self-love. You find you. When you run towards the story and face it head on and begin to look through the lens of what if it wasn't true, writing this out and asking yourself, what are the limiting beliefs that are keeping me from myself? What's so crazy and interesting about this, I find it so ironic the thing that actually hurt you, the thing that actually caused you the most pain is actually the thing that would heal you. Thank you to all the listeners of How Coronavirus Saved My Life podcast. If you want to know more about me and hear crazy family stories, hop on over to the podcast I make with my sister. It's called The Family Burrito. My sister, Jessie, and I made the podcast after our dad died in March of 2021. We did it as a way to heal our childhood wounds. Now we are healing and now we're having a good time. So if you want to hear more stories, crazy sense of humor, and get to know my personality a little bit better, hop on over to The Family Burrito anywhere you get your podcast streaming.